0: Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser. Hope you were with us for our last segment with Christopher West and Mike Mangione. Once again, they are coming here to Fargo this Thursday, November 16th at St. Anna Joachim Church in Fargo at 7 p.m. Uh, we do have two more tickets to give away, our last two. So if you call 877 795 that's 877 795 You can snag that last pair of free tickets. And you don't want to miss this. It is, it is is life-changing. It's amazing what, what the Holy Spirit does through those two guys. Again, if you're looking for tickets, then m4mfargo.eventbrite.com. That's M and the number 4M. Fargo.eventbright.com. Again, that M4M stands for made for more. So M4M, Fargo.eventbright.com. Also, the Friday event with Christopher West, He we talked about unpacking this more the whole day. Uh, we need to re- register for that as soon as possible so we can get our meals and everything kind of taken care of. Again, that's Friday starting at 8 p.m. with Mass, and it ends at 4 o'clock, and there's lunch in the middle, and there's four talks throughout the day. You can go to fargodiocese.org tob FargoDiocese.org slash T-O-B Alright, well we would like to welcome to the show, Will Peterson Will, welcome
1: Thanks Tim, great to be with you
0: Hey Will, you betcha, you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself
1: Sure, well I'm husband to Katie and father of John Juniper and based out of the Twin Cities uh, over in Minnesota and uh, what I do for a living is try to get people on pilgrimage.
0: I love it. And well, may I say, I love how you introduce yourself. You use two of the four identities, right? Your husband and your father. You're also called son of God, right? And brother. But I love how you nailed identity. That's awesome. It just flows from you, brother. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, you know, it's nice. It's a nice reminder in these types of things. of what, yeah, you say what's first and foremost.
0: Yeah. Is, isn't that true? Isn't that true? And you'd say it from the Minneapolis area. Sorry. I, I am. Yeah, so I, I, I'm,
1: we live here now. My wife's from here. I'm actually originally from San Diego, California. So I'm a little Ooh. little ways from home.
0: She so came in for the weather then? Is that it?
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, I. Uh, so we started dating when she was not in Minnesota. I did not realize that Minnesota women, <laughs> and maybe it's the same in North Dakota, uh, enjoy ending up back around home.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, she, she didn't tell you it was sunny in 70 up here just like <laughs> it is down in San Diego? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never been too good with my geography, so I didn't know. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's great. Well. Tell us a little bit about the Modern Catholic Pilgrim. That's what you've started, right? You know, why did you start it, and, 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 and what's your goal?
1: Sure, yeah. So it's a nonprofit, uh, as you say, nonprofit organization that we founded. Our first pilgrimage was actually 2017, so it's been uh, over six years now, and became a nonprofit 2019. And the mission is to deepen faith and build community across the United States through walked Pilgrimage in the Catholic tradition. And we've just seen that that's one of our oldest forms of prayer, And we don't necessarily have that culture here in the United States. And so we've been trying to find ways to engage American Catholics with making pilgrimage, you know, really right in their own communities to encounter the risen Christ and then, you know, be missioned back into those communities with hearts set on fire.
0: You know, I think that's so good, Will. You hit such a, two great points that I'll touch on. Number one is that, you know, pilgrimage is this, this, this has a sense of holiness, right? And, and the second thing is you don't have to go, I mean, you can do a pilgrimage to your own church, right? Or I mean, you can do a pilgrimage down to serve at the local shelter, right? I mean, I love how you make it simple and say, you know what? look around, you don't have to go across the sea and spend thousands of dollars on airplane tickets and everything. You can do it right close to home.
1: Exactly. And again, you know, that's nothing against the opportunity, but just the recognition that so few, you know, people are able to do that overseas pilgrimage to the Holy Land or to Rome and such. And exactly right. I mean, this is, we are pilgrims on the journey through life. So what better way of understanding that than actually making that journey? And that, and you said it exactly right. I mean. I'm a parishioner at St. Helena's in South Minneapolis, and so, you know, if I have an intention I want to bring to St. Helena, I can walk the two miles from my home to the parish, and I can lift it up through her intercession, and that is most definitely a pilgrimage.
0: Yeah, I like how you put it on your website. Pilgrimage, back to the basic, setting a holy destination and bringing a prayerful intentions along the journey. I mean, that's simple. I love the simplicity of what you're doing
1: appreciate that, exactly. I mean, pilgrimage is simple. It's not simplistic. There's so much depth exactly. and so much spiritual richness to it. But yeah, what, what can we do to help people so that you don't feel like you need a Ph.D. in theology you know, to dive into this prayer tradition?
0: Exactly. So uh, do you guys uh, also facilitate Eucharistic pilgrimages, specifically?
1: Correct. So we, we've been very fortunate to partner with the National Eucharistic Congress that will be held in July next year in Indianapolis on the first ever national eucharistic pilgrimage and that will be four routes including one up in our neck of the woods starting at the lake itasca headwaters mississippi and coming down to conclude there at the congress in indianapolis in july
0: yeah, you know, that, that, that's so beautiful. I, I love that idea that, that the bishops, I, maybe the bishops came up with it, but to, you know, to all four corners of the state, right, north, south, east, and west, uh, to process toward there is, is a great idea. So you'll be taking part in that as well. That That's wonderful. Um, talk about, seriously, the first pilgrimage was in 2017. Talk about, you know, the number of pilgrimages maybe, but maybe even more importantly, the types of pilgrimages and the kind that you've facilitated over these years.
1: Sure, yeah, thank you. So we started with multi-day walks, pilgrimages for young adults where they stay with members of parishes along the way. We find hospitality is deeply connected to pilgrimage, and we like to think of biblical hospitality with that. And so We started with that, and then we've grown to do one-day pilgrimages, just because not everyone's a young adult who can walk 50 miles over three days between the California missions and the such. And so we'll do the one-days, oftentimes partnering with a diocese, a religious order, a school, a parish, or some combination thereof. And, you know, we do a Way of St. Joseph every year, in uh, northern Indiana between two parishes named for St. Joseph, along the St. Joseph River. And so that's a great way for them to honor their parish traditions. Um, And then we've done some self-led pilgrimage projects. A big one for us has been Pilgrims for Mary in her month of May. Again, just, hey, you might not live on one of our pilgrimage routes, but here's an easy five-step guide for how to model it on the road to Emmaus journey to make your pilgrimage for Our Lady, you know, again, right in your own community, as we already talked about, and we've done some work around racial reconciliation through pilgrimage as well. Uh, so that's that's the general stuff. Then, of course, the major project is again that national Eucharistic pilgrimage uh, for next year.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. We're talking with Will Peterson, founder of Modern Catholic Pilgrim, and I love this. Let's let's go back and touch on this a little bit as I went through the website, and you touched on it. The pilgrims don't, I mean, it it reminded me, right, uh, of the gospel, right? Take no walking stick, take no money bag, right? The whole idea of we're walking and we're relying on the hospitality of others. Tell us how that works, and I'm guessing people can get involved in being those hospitality hosts?
1: Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, A little plug there. Anyone, yes, can, can get involved with the idea that, again, biblical hospitality is something where, you relied on others, you just trusted. And so what we do is we try for our multi-day pilgrimages to connect with parishes between our, you know, our starting and our end point, to have members of the parish, because it's different, you know, like, people stay in parish halls, right, youth groups and stuff, but there's something about being in someone's home and breaking bread together, praying together, you know, and having something simple, and then being sent uh, on the way. So we, when we identify a route, we identify parishes, we identify hosts, and then yes, anyone can go to the website and just sign up to say, "I'm willing to host." If anyone comes through Fargo, you know, or Bismarck, or you know, in uh, Northwest Minnesota, uh, we'd love to have you on the list so we can connect you if we do have young adult pilgrims coming through.
0: Absolutely. Do you have a, have you had pilgrimages? I guess I should ask through our area, North Dakota and Minnesota.
1: So we've done a bit around Blessed Farnes, Casey. Uh, outside of the Twin Cities. We've done pilgrimage up uh, in the Bemidji area before. Uh, We've been trying to see what we could do um, up in in your guys' neck of the woods, but as of yet, we haven't done anything. So if anyone has any interest, and again, this is where... I think we've had some self-led pilgrimages for Mary that people have made in North Dakota, um, but we'd be happy to work with anyone who has any interest in getting involved.
0: Awesome. If I remember right, I think you... Help facilitate a pilgrimage with uh, Saint Ben's University and Saint John's University by Saint Cloud. I think. It, 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 am I am I right in that?
1: Yeah, nice memory. Yes, yeah. so they they were doing one of those pilgrimages for racial reconciliation where we were praying through the intercession of Sister God Sister Thea Bowman, and they actually walked from their campuses in Collegeville uh, over a week. They covered something like a hundred miles down to the Twin Cities to conclude in prayer at the Basilica there. Um, and I'll never forget, one of the pilgrims called his mom as he started walking on the Monday, and he just had a school backpack, he had his laptop laptop, and he said, I'm, I'm coming home. Mm. And it was, he lived in the cities, and it was a great reminder of, again, this idea of walking and travel and how it's changed, of course, nowadays, and it's a good thing we can drive and fly places, but the idea of how you know, it takes a week, and, and he did it and stayed with hosts along the way.
0: We're talking with Will Peterson, founder of Modern Catholic Pilgrim. You know that brings up another thing. I mean, obviously, all ages can do this. You know, we probably wouldn't ask, you know, the the old, old, older generation to walk a week, but let's let's talk about the youth for just a second. Two or three things really come to mind. Will number one is their energy, right? They're looking for a purpose, and when you give them a purpose, a destination, a goal, boy, they really go after it. And the second thing is I think it's so cool that they're willing to, you know, ditch all the modern convenience, like driving this and that, right, maybe even ditching the phones, right, face-to-face with people, eating across table, meeting new people. That's got to be very fulfilling for you and them, I would think.
1: Oh, it's wonderful, and it's funny because sometimes I find myself getting almost a little upset because I tell them, don't have the phone. But then they don't use it, so they don't put anything on the social media, and I'm like, "Oh <laughs> man, you know, we didn't get any sort of." I don't care, you know. This is way better that they're yeah. fully present to the moment, and they want that challenge, like you said, they want that purpose, and it's that prayer with body and soul. You mm-hmm. know, we're through, we're praying with our bodies when we go on pilgrimage, when we walk like this, and it's such a wonderful way in our you know culture where we really can sometimes separate the mind
0: and the soul from the body. Yeah, so true, and that and that idea of the body, it. You know, there's a little effort, right? You know, it, it, it's, it's walking, right? You're in unfamiliar places, but all that is part of that sacrificial pilgrimage that, quite honestly, right, our ultimate pilgrimage is to heaven, right? And, and so right, exactly. I, I, I like to see how this is kind of a little prefigurement of that, right?
1: Exactly, right? You, you have the suffering, you have the joys, and again, you have that direct purpose, which is just, it gets so clear for us. So when I know my purpose is my parish Saint Helena, and I achieve it, that helps me better understand, okay, my larger purpose is heaven. How am I getting there?
0: Exactly. Again, we're talking with Will Peterson, founder of Modern Catholic Pilgrim. So, Will, now, talk to me about your family. Has your family ever been able to go on one one or some of these pilgrimages? So we like to
1: joke that my wife is, you know, that that caboose of the pilgrimage is one of those long-told <laughs> people, <Yep>. and she <laughs> says it's always the most interesting people who are at the caboose. We had one guy in San Francisco. We did one to the National Shrine of Saint Francis, who brought his dog and had his little dog in his sweatshirt pocket. And he was also uh, passing out evangelization packets to people on the
0: pilgrimage. I love it. I love it. And it's, it's great to have your wife and family involved, too. I think that is amazing. Amazing. I love it. I like how you also said she's been volunteered. right? Okay, honey, will you do this? Okay. <laughs> exactly. You will do this. That's, not, that's wonderful. Hey, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue with Will Peterson, founder of Modern Catholic Pilgrim. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this.
2: Live, engaging, and local.
0: This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In the Old Testament, Joshua confronts the Israelites as they prepare to leave their life in the desert to enter the Promised Land. He knows that the negative influences of Egypt and the surrounding Canaanite peoples are strong, and so he gives them a choice. Worship either the idols of the land or the one true God who delivered them from the land of Egypt. But why would the Israelites choose false idols over a God whose power they witnessed so clearly? Worshiping the God who performs so many clear signs seems like the obvious choice, right? But Joshua knew that the lures of the world had already blurred their vision. Sound familiar? We too are pressured to fit in for the sake of success in this world. Joshua did not waver. He said, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Which God will you choose today, the gods of the land or the one true God? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org.
1: God's blessings to all of you. My name is Father Chad Wilhelm, and I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo. And this year I celebrate 25 years of being a priest. And the joy, the great things that I love about the priesthood is the deep relationship that... Jesus and I have as speaking heart to heart. He knows the depths of my heart, and he speaks to all of us in the depths of our heart. That's what I enjoy about being a priest, that I get to speak about Jesus, not just on Sundays, but every day of my life and that I'd given my life to Jesus and the church. What a wonderful grace and a gift that has been for me for 25 years, and to serve the good people of the Diocese of Fargo, but just to serve the church as a whole. May God continue to bless all of you as you listen
2: to Real Presence Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment. My name is Tim Moser, your host here
0: on Real Presence Live this morning. We have two tickets left for the Made for More event coming up this Thursday at 7 o'clock at St. Joachim Church in Fargo. Call 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. And snag yourself two free tickets to Made for More with Christopher West and Mark Mangione. Well, getting back to Will Peterson, founder of Modern Catholic Pilgrim. Will, welcome back. This is awesome. So, self-led pilgrimages. Why don't you tell our listeners what that looks like and how they can, you know, if they want one, what can they do? Sure,
1: yeah. So, again, this idea that here in the United States we hear pilgrimage and we're maybe a little uncertain of, like, how the heck I could do that. So we try to make it very simple. And the most simple is just choosing a place to go to, your local parish, cathedral, shrine, what have you, and your intention and then making that journey but we've also developed it a little bit more and of course you can like register on our website all free you know we have some basic guidelines we talk about this emmaus model so our pilgrims are like those disciples on the road to emmaus with the risen christ but you know before the pilgrim is setting your intention and then crossing the threshold actually just like leaving the home and becoming pilgrim the pilgrim mindset you know making that transition and what you do on the journey what prayers you can pray you know what you should be aware of and of course, you know, what to do at your holy site, uh, making sure you lift your intention, of course. And then, like, that return home. And that's the beautiful thing in this Emmaus model is because, right, those disciples encounter the risen Christ on the road, didn't recognize him. But they do in the breaking of the bread, which is a great Eucharistic connection for that National Eucharistic pilgrimage. And they don't pity themselves when he leaves, right? He leaves their midst. They say to each other, our heart's not set on fire within us when he spoke to us on the road, and they immediately run the seven miles back to Jerusalem to spread the good news. So we like to joke of, like, how are you running back, you know, like, in your community and changing your community? If you change, right, and you change your family, your friends, your work colleagues, then that just transforms our society, Is our vision anyways. That's what we're hoping for.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's great. Just curious, do you have on your website or do you have available to people just uh, you know, a sampling of maybe some holy sites in the area that they might want a pilgrimage to? Or do they totally you know, pick it on their own? You
1: know, that's something we still need to continue to, to build out. Okay. Um, and again, a lot of it for us is that trust of, if you want to go to your local parish or your local cathedral, sure. uh, you know, we won't get in your way for that. Sure.
0: Exactly. Makes sense. Makes sense. You, you mentioned the National Eucharistic uh, uh, pilgrimage again. Oh, you want to touch a little more on that and how you'll be participating specifically?
1: Yeah, sure. So Modern Catholic Pilgrim is running the logistics of having these four routes coming from, again, the you know the borders of the country, east, west, north, and south, to conclude in Indianapolis. So we'll have, uh, you know, the, the pilgrimage has really started with the idea of how do we engage young people with the work of the revival in the Congress. And so we said, well, let's get some young adults on the road, on pilgrimage to Indianapolis. So we have our core group of perpetual pilgrims, we're calling them, because they're going to really be adoring our Lord for those whole two months. And they're ages 19 to 29, are we're, we're in the interview selection process for those now. But then the beautiful thing is it's expanded to this idea that each stop along the way, each day, there will be different events. You know, of course, Mass at a local parish, and then you know, a mile-long Eucharistic procession where anyone can come and attend. And then the rest of the day, they might go another eight miles, and people could probably come out for that. Or, you know, there'll be praise and worship in the evening and adoration. There'll be parish potluck dinners. You know, this idea of really, we're going through the highways and byways, and how can we just bring Christ into those places and receive Christ and, and just energize the, the U.S. Catholic Church at the grassroots level so we're so thrilled to be doing this and to be engaging and bringing people then with their focus to the national eucharistic congress
0: uh, that's that, i love that idea i love that idea Good. we're talking with will peterson founder of modern catholic pilgrim so as you look ahead patrick um you've got a great start obviously and of course it's awesome that you're so involved in the national eucharistic pilgrimage uh maybe what are some things you're looking for in the future
1: yeah, so, of course, that's a major one for 2024. We've got that circled on. I'm looking at my 2024 yearly planner right now. So we're really excited about that and, and what that hopefully will lead to. Of Again, if people are having those encounters with the risen Christ and then running back into their communities and how it might bring awareness to pilgrimage here in the United States. And then we're also actually now already looking to 2025 because that's a jubilee year, and it's been named a theme as Pilgrims of Hope. And so we really think that just draws directly into our mission and we recognize very few people are going to be able to make the pilgrimage to Rome for the Holy Doors there. So we're trying to see what can we do to engage people with their local shrines, their local cathedrals, you know, to make their own pilgrimages of hope in the Jubilee year in 2025. So we're excited for these next two years to really continue to lift the organization. And again, it's for us, it's just are we getting people out on pilgrimage here in the United States and uh, helping them to encounter the risen Christ?
0: So good. That is awesome. We're going to take a quick little uh, break here. I'm going to talk with Aaron, our producer. He's going to preview the next show, and then we'll come back with a few final thoughts uh, from you, Will. All right? So, Aaron, Great. looking through the window at you here, what do we have coming up? On the next a Presence
2: Live, Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, your hosts will be Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross, coming to you live from Grand Forks, North Dakota. Their guests will include Father William Slattery and Nancy Gord, who will review The Jewelers' Shop, a play written by Pope John Paul II. They will also speak with Jason Craig,
0: who will describe the traditional virtues according to Saint Thomas Aquinas. All this and more is coming to you on the next Real Presence Live Thursday from nine to eleven a.m. Central. Back to you, Tim. Hey, thanks, sir. Appreciate it. You know, well, something kind of struck me there when I was um, when he was reading that, John Paul II. I just have to ask. I have no idea. Was any of this inspired at all by anything of John Paul II and the New Evangelization?
1: You know, I, I think that it's one of those things where it's almost implicit, mm-hmm. and we have certainly done pilgrimage to sites associated with JP2, and um, so he, he is he's part of it, he's part uh, of what we're trying to do, and again, yeah, we find this, it's a fun thing for pilgrimage, right? In certain ways, that was why we came up with the name Modern Catholic Pilgrim, in that it's one of our oldest forms of prayer, and it's one of the oldest forms of prayer for all world religions, but... It can feel new, you know, and and, and doing it here and how we're doing it. It's kind of funny of, like, it's new to walk, you know? That's 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 how they always were doing it. (laughs) But it it feels new to people here. Like, no, normally I drive somewhere. It's like, well, actually, we're going to ask you. That can be really powerful is when people make pilgrimage in their own, you know, city communities. We just did one here in the Twin Cities a couple weekends ago, and someone said, I've driven this road. Probably a thousand times. I've never walked it. I've never noticed that mural. You know, I've never noticed this storefront. Like, I've I've just never been present in this way. And so, you know, we think about that when you're moving at three miles an hour. You know, you're able to encounter space and encounter God through that because God is present everywhere um, in a deeper in a deeper way, at least in our minds.
0: Now, I think that's such a great analogy, Will, the whole idea of slowing down. You know, I mean, look at our lives. Right? Our lives are so busy. We think that more is better, right? Doing, 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 running here, running there. It's like, whoa, slow down. And pilgrimage allows you to do that, to have that space, to slow down, to realize what's going on, to encounter God, to encounter God in others and in creation, right? And I think that's so important because like you said we're so concerned about the destination, right? That we, that we forget the journey. And, and I, I think that there's many things can happen that real well along, along the journey.
1: Exactly. It, you say it better than even I can. It's, <laughs> it's such a, it's such a good, we see that with people because again, that pilgrim mind is so simple that like you've crossed, Like you are a pilgrim. You are now out of the normal every day. You've, Actually, there's a quote from a sociologist who says it's like throwing down a gauntlet to everyday mm. life. Mm-hmm. You, you, I like it. And, and so you get to just have that single purpose, step away from the everyday concerns, be present to our Lord, and, and to you know, achieve something, which is a great yeah. thing to you know, do something to achieve
0: something for our Lord. Absolutely. And I just go back. I, I love your, your, your opening sentence on your website pilgrimage back to the basics, setting a holy destination so we're not just slowing down without a destination. We do have a destination, but we're slowing down and prayerful intentions along the journey, right, and doing it with others. Boy, I love that. That that is a great, great, uh, great way to think about it. Anything else you'd like our listeners to know, Will?
1: Just know that we're praying for them, and, and we're here for them if they ever want to make a pilgrimage. And again, it can be as short as a couple blocks. You know, like we don't need to think big here. We can just be intentional and, and start where we can and uh, find that it's a great gift to us, and of course our Lord, just to bring those prayers into the world.
0: Exactly. And if someone wants to get a hold of you or contact you will, how do they do that?
1: Sure. So moderncatholicpilgrim.com is the website. And for the National Eucharistic Pilgrimage, it would be eucharisticpilgrimage.org. So if you're interested in one or the other, or both, feel free
0: to take a look. That's wonderful. Will, I want to thank you. Thank you for saying yes to God, because he put something upon your heart, probably your wife's heart as well, and you're saying yes to God, and others are able to say yes to God through what you've done. So thanks so much for facilitating this. We wish you all the best with uh, the Eucharistic of, of pilgrimage, of course, but all the other pilgrimages and also your future. And tell your wife we're so happy that she's willing to be the caboose to bring up the rear, <laughs> and with all those Thank interesting you. things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, thanks so much. We'll appreciate it. God bless you. Thank you. Take care. All right, You Yvette. That's Will Peterson again from Modern Catholic Pilgrim. Moderncatholicpilgrim.com. Just want to remind you once more that if you're looking for tickets for uh, Made for More on Thursday, November 16th, St. Jan and Joachim, 7 p.m., m4mfargo.eventbrite.com. M, the number 4, mfargo.eventbrite.com. Made for more. You will not be disappointed. All right, Aaron. Well, hey, thanks so much for producing today. I appreciate it. And we will say, just until next time, make sure that you practice your faith every day. God bless you. <laughs>